Sukkah daf yutes, 21 lines from the top of yutes amid aleph, tana we learned to the b'risa. P'sal hayaitzi min ha-sukkah, Rashi says on daf yudal and beis, the Lushan p'sal comes from the Lushan of p'salus goyim v'yekem, which is of course kosher schach. And the Gemara says that if you have kosher schach, which comes out from a sukkah, and we'll see four different shatim what exactly that means, need a sukkah, it has a din and is judged like a sukkah and it's kosher. My p'sal hayaitzi min sukkah, what does this mean? Amma ula, the first pshat is, ula says, kanem hayaitzi you have branches which go out and protrude outside of the sukkah. You need three walls and you don't have three walls. There actually were three walls, which means you have a center wall, then you have two side walls. But you need the shear of a sukkah. You actually had a shear in this space of seven tvachim by seven tvachim. You need more shade than sunlight. The Gemara says, you did have that much shear. So the Gemara says, If the case that we're giving you of the case of Psal Yetzim and the Sukkah is that there are actually three walls, there's seven by seven, and there's enough Schach to be Tzilas Murmur So what's the Chiddush? Of course it's a Kasha Sukkah. On that Gemara says, You might think, That you may have Havmina, that in this case, originally you had a very large Sukkah, and for example, you had a Sukkah that had four walls, and then you took one of the middle walls and you moved it further into the Sukkah. And you form now two sukkahs. You have one sukkah which is still pretty large, and then you add another sukkah which only has three walls, and that sukkah is Zion by Zion. And you could also make this cheshbon if you had a large sukkah that had three walls, and then you took the center wall and you moved it further into the sukkah, and now you actually form two sukkahs. You have a larger inside sukkah, and you have a smaller outside sukkah. So therefore, you might have him, have him in, as Rashi says, that the center wall was not made in order to form this smaller sukkah, and therefore maybe that would not be considered a good enough daifin. Mashmalana, this third daifin could still work and is kosher for a sukkah. But Tyson points out the kosher, the second to top tasis, we see this from our Mishnah Gufa that is kosher. The Tanim, because we learned in our Mishnah, that if you made schach over a chatzah and it was separated from the walls of the house by an overhang of a porch, and that porch had a depth of less than four amas, that we said we use this concept of Daifin Akuma and it would be a Sukkah Kshira. Now over there, the walls of the house certainly weren't made for the Sukkah. The walls of the house were made for the house and still we said it's Kasha. So of course over here, if you're going to move the wall inside the Sukkah, that that won't be a problem. So Taisis therefore says that we're not talking about the walls over here and that's not the Havamina. The Havamina is about the Sukkah itself. And Taisis says, Malutemi, you might think that these reeds or these branches that we use as Sukkah were made for the inside and not for the outside new part of the sukkah. And you may think that since even though it was made with sale, but it wasn't made for the shade of this area specifically, it was made for the larger sukkah, Kamashmul, and that since it was made with sale, it doesn't make a difference. What it was specifically made for, it would still be kosher. And the Gemara continues with the second shot in how you understand the price that said Psala Yetzim in the sukkah is neither good sukkah. So Rabbi Rav Yesif, Amri Tabao, they both say, Case of the price is, we you had three walls that were formed and you had schach that covered the entire area and then the schach continued and extended further out from all of the three walls except it was one of the walls that continued alongside of the schach so even though in the area where there's an extended portion of the schach there's only one wall it would still be kosher and the Gemara explains you might think that this can't be kosher because there aren't three walls kamash one that it's still kosher now why is it kosher as Rashi points out that of course there's no worse 
then having the sukkah that has shtayim kilchasan ushlusafilutafach. If you take a look at this sukkah and the formation of the sukkah, there's actually two full walls, and the third is actually even more than a tafach, and therefore, of course, that should be kosher. Now, although Rashi over here and the Gemara over here clearly says that this extra wall continued alongside all of the extra schach, Rashi and Daf Yudalim Beis in Diba Masra Pumadum Talato, which is the last Rashi on the Amid, actually seems to say that there was actually no walls in the extended portion of the schach, and still it would be kosher, Ayin Sham, and it's Sarach Bia. And according to Rabbi Rabbi Yisim, it makes a lot of sense. Psal HaYitzim in a sukkah means that he had schach kosher that extended from the actual sukkah. And now we have a third shot. Rabbi Bechana, Rabbi Bechana, Rabbi Bechana says the name Rabbi Bechana, the case that we're talking about, Psal HaYitzim in a sukkah, El L'sukkah Shirubit Silas Rabbi Bechana, that most of the sukkah actually has enough shade, more than the sunlight, which is of course the din of schach kosher, or miyuta. However, there was a small portion of that sukkah that Hamas Rabbi Bechana that had more sunlight than shade, and therefore, Ma'arotemi, you may think to say, that the whole sukkah should become puzzle because you have an area in the sukkah that has more sunlight than shade, and that when calculating the amount of shade versus the total sunlight, you have to look at the total shade of the complete sukkah versus the total sunlight of the complete sukkah and not look by each and every spot of the sukkah. But in this pshat, what does the Lashon of Yaitse mean when the Bryce says, there's nothing that's going outside of the sukkah, and therefore the Gemara explains, that since this schach kosher is actually schach, that's really not kosher because this kamasa movement to us, so that's what it means. It's going out from the hilcha sukkah and the heksha of the regular schach. Rabbi Ishiyama, Rabbi Isha says a fourth pshat in psalayetim in sukkah. That what we're referring to over here is a case where you have a sukkah tana, which means that was exactly seven by seven fachim, which makes a sukkah tana the smallest minimum share of a sukkah, and then you had schach pasul in that sukkah tana, which was less than three tvachim. And therefore, even though that generally we say that schach posel passes in four tvachim, but the din is by a sukkah tana of Zion by Zion, as we learned after Zion and Beis, that we don't differentiate between Avir and schach posel. And both of them passel if them three tvachim or more, less than three tvachim, then we would say the din of love. And Rashi on Daphne Zion is mashbo, that the din of love it applies to schach posel, and it's considered mamish like Avir, where now we look at this area as if it's schach kosher, and therefore that would be kosher, and that's what it means over here. That psal hayyitzim in asukah is needed kisukah. So once again, on this terrace, the Gemara asks, "My what is the lashon of psal hayyitzim in asukah? What do you mean it's going out of the sukkah? It's within the sukkah itself." And the Gemara answers, "Yitzim mitayir sukkah." Although before we said the concept of yitzim hechshir sukkah, over here we say yitzim mitayir sukkah, which means that it's not even in the pasha of sukkah because this schach is mamish schach pasul. Whereas before we had schach kosher, just it was chamasim ruv mitzilasa. And as Rashi points out over here, shafil min kosher enoi. In our case, we're talking about schach puzzle that doesn't even come from a min kosher. So for example, if you use metal rods, that of course is not even a min kosher and that's what it means. Psal hayyitzim in a sukkah. If you have schach, which is not in the Torah of sukkah at all because it's completely puzzle, neither can sukkah, there's a possibility of making it as a sukkah if you add it to an area that's less than three tvachim in a sukkah tana of Zion by Zion. Gemara continues, Masculer of Hoshia. If Hoshia asks a question on Rab Hoshia's last pshat and he says, Lo what the chiddush of psal hayyitzim in a sukkah if you're telling me that's talking about schach pasul, it shouldn't be worse than aver. For aver pach mishloish tefachim besukkah tana mi pasul, and we know that if someone has a sukkah tana of zayin by zayin, and they have ear space of less than three tefachim, that the din of love it applies, and therefore it will be kosher and definitely not pasul. And as we know that the din of aver is always more chomer than the din of schach pasul, because as we know when you have aver, it passes even if you have three tefachim. Rashi'enkin generally by a sukkah gdoila, if you have schach pasul, it only passes if you have four tefachim of schach pasul. So we always see that Avi 
is more chamor than schach posel. And if aver in a sukkah tana is kosher up to three tvachim, then for sure schach posel up to three tvachim in a sukkah tana should also be kosher. And therefore, what's the chiddush of Rab Oishia and what's the chiddush of the brayso? So I'm like Rab Abba. Rab Abba responds and says zem itzarif yishein tachlov v'zem itzarif in yishein tachlov. And Rab Abba explains that in a chenami the brayso is not teaching us a chiddush that if you have schach posel that's less than three tvachim in a sukkah tana that the din is that that sukkah is kosher because that is the same as aver and certainly the din is that it's going to be a kosher sukkah. The chiddush is over here that not only is it mitzarif and therefore it would actually be a sukkah kshera, but you also could sleep under that tzach posel. However, by aver is more chamer and ain't chenam it's mitzarif, but you can't sleep under that area. Now, how do you understand this in the brayso? Because when it says psal hayitzim in a sukkah, neither sukkah means that even the area that is covered with tzach posel, which is the psal hayitzim in a sukkah, which is not in the terror of sukkah, is still neither sukkah. It's mamish like a sukkah, and you can even sleep under it. And therefore, that's a chiddush that, as we said, schach posel is more kal than aver, and therefore we're telling you a chiddush that by schach posel you're allowed to actually sleep under schach posel. Masha came by aver, you're not allowed to sleep within the space of the aver. Now Taisus in Viva Maschal Lo Yehi Al Aver actually has many kashas in Rashi, including a question he asks in middle. He says, "V'oy kasha v'chol makom chashvin aver pach b'shloisha kisosam ayde lovin b'negei aver." Taisus holds that we use the concept of lovin to actually close up that space. V'loy domel l'schach pasul pach b'gimel dein shayich l'asayzik kisosam b'schach kasha me'achad yesh b'schach pasul. He doesn't learn that it becomes like schach kasha, and therefore it seems that Taisus argues on Rashi and Daf Yudalim. However, Tyson, based on his questions, actually learned this sugya completely different, and he learned that the outcome of the Gemara is exactly opposite. When you have schach pasul in a sukkah tano, the din is that it actually you cannot sleep under it because it's schach pasul. However, avir in a sukkah tano you can actually sleep under. And based on the way Tyson learns our Gemara, he would hold that when you have a sukkah gedolah, which means a large sukkah, the din would be that you can actually sleep either under avir or under schach pasul, and is never psul to sleep under those areas as long as the general sukkah is kosher, then all the spaces that are not considered kosher are still been starved to the sukkah, and you're actually able to sleep there as well, ayin in Tysus. And the Gemara continues, we just mentioned that benigeya ave, at least according to Shittas Rashi, in the airspace, it's been starved, and therefore the sukkah is kosher, but you're not asleep under the place where there's actually air and not tzachach kosher. So the Gemara asks, is such a concept that that something could be starved and make something kosher, but you now actually use it like ave. So Yashim, in it is possible to have a case where something could be mitzvah to make something kosher and still you can't use that actual space and that space is not kosher and we turn to have your base that I'll bring you a proof from pourable mud which is liquid like Rashi points out it's able to be poured from one kli to another kli it's very thin mud and that is actually mitzvah for the shear of but the halach is also that if you're tevil and mikvah that's completely made of 40 saw of titanoric that the din is that the tefillah would not work. So you see over here that there's a possibility of a material that's mitzvah for something but afterwards the din is that you now use that actual material and it's not going to be also like tefillah. So here also regarding avir, avir is actually mitzvah and makes the shear of a sukkah and even though now the sukkah is kosher but you now asleep under that airspace. Now Taisi Yes and Rashi that l'chayu Rashi is mashba that the only time you can't use this mikvah is only if you're going to be tevil completely in the titanoric. However, if you had mixed up titanoric plus water, the din would be that you were able to table there. So what's the riot to the case of Aver? Aver is not a case where an entire sukkah was made of Aver. We're talking about a case where it's Aver plus schach kosher. And therefore, over here, we're telling you now to sleep under Aver, but that should be the case of tit that's mixed together with regular water where you can even be
be Taival in the Tet, Ayin Sham B'Taisis, and therefore Taisis learns differently in the Rashi, and he learns that Ein Echanami, in such a case, you're not allowed to go and be Taival in the Tet Hanarik, and Taisis actually brings a proof to this from a Mishnah that clearly says that in Mesechus B'Kvais, like Taisis points out, that in a Mikvah that has a mixture of regular water and Tet Hanarik, you'd be able to be Taival even in Tet Hanarik, which would be more similar to our case of Avra, and we will continue with the Mishnah. Zokta Mishnah, if someone makes their sukkah like a surf, Rashi points out that bird hunters used to make a hut which looked like a teepee, so the structure was actually wider at the bottom, and then it continuously tapers as it gets towards the top and gets narrower and narrower. And based on how it's built, its walls and its roof are not discernible, so you can't tell where the walls stop and at what point does the roof begin. And the Mishnah gives a second case. You took a mat and you leaned the mat against the wall to form now a space that was Zion by Zion, and once again, in this case, you have the exactly same scenario where it's not discernible what is considered the walls and what is considered the gog. So Reb Leza says it's possible because you don't have an actual roof and as we learned earlier an oil needs to have a tefach So what does Reb Leza hold? Rashi says When you have an oil that's on an angle that's not considered oil unless you have a clearly defined tefach of space which forms a rooftop. And Reb argue and they say that even though you can't discern which is the gag and which is the actual walls, we're still going to be machsha because an oil that's meshupa is considered oil. And we begin the Gemara, a ton of we learned, Maida Rebeleza, Rebeleza's Maida, that even though he needs a gag, let's say in the first case and the second case, where you made it surf or you took a mat and you leaned it against a wall, but you didn't start exactly at the bottom of the kaka. At the bottom of the kaka, you raised up the surf or you raised up the mat by a tefach and therefore you formed some sort of a wall that even though it's only a tefach, it's still considered a wall. And even if you didn't put any material there, it seems from Rashi, and you can use the concept of love it over there. So at this point, you would look at that space as if it's a halachic wall. And therefore, since you have a defined wall, now the rest of the structure will be defined as the gag, even if you are blazer. And therefore, the trif or the mat that's leaned against the wall, that all will be considered the rooftop. And therefore, Rabbi will be made over there. That will be kosher. Or in the second case, where it was leaning against the wall, but you removed it from being against the wall completely and you placed pegs there that created some space and therefore you have a tefach of space between the wall and the mat that's leaning against the wall and in that space again Rashi uses the concept of love that you actually don't have to fill it with any boards you just have to have pegs there and create a space of a tefach then the din would be over there as well that we look at that area of the tefach as the gag now we have an oil of a tefach and since we have a discernible gag therefore the mat that's leaning against the wall we will look at that as the walls of the sukkah and therefore the sukkah would be good as the Gemara says in both cases shake Shera and the Gemara continues my time out Rabbanon what's Pshad Rabbanon Rabbanon Amachshah even though you don't have discernible walls and a roof the Gemara explains Shepur Olam Kalam Dami they hold that a slope of an oil is also considered oil and we look at it as a rooftop now just to quickly point out that even though we just said that according to Rabbanon that it's Kasha Taisa points out that of course needs to be that at least up to the point where the wall or this area that's forming the wall or the rooftop is already at Tadfachim, at that point we still have an area of Zion by Zion to form a kosher minimum size of a sukkah, as otherwise it would still not have the share of sukkah. And the Gemara continues, Abaya found that his Rebbe was sleeping within a sukkah and he was sleeping on a bed that had a kilz chasanim. Now what is a kilz chasanim? We had this earlier on Dafyad Aleph and Aleph, and over there we explained that you had a post that was at the head of the bed, yet also had a post which was at the foot of the bed.
said, and then you had a post that went from one post to the other at the top, and then you took some sort of a sheet and you draped it over there to form a triangle canopy that came to a point which was less than a tefach. Now let's just speak this out before we look at this inside. According to the Rabbanon of our Mishnah, that the Rabbanon say that it's kosher, a sukkah, that comes to any single point, and you don't have an actual oil, we still say that it's a kosher sukkah. So when you're sitting or you're sleeping under kilos chasanim, even though it doesn't come to a point of a tefach, we should look at it that you're sleeping under an oil, and it should be also to sleep under the kilos chasanim, because that's a hefzik between where you're sleeping and the actual schach. But according to Rabbi Lezer, actually you should be able to sleep in the kilos chasanim, because Rabbi Lezer says that you need an actual discernible gag, and therefore since it's not a discernible gag, since the kilos chasanim doesn't come to a point where it's a tefach wide, so therefore it would be fine for Rabbi Yisif to sleep there. So Amalei, Abayi said to Rabbi Yisif, command who are you going like? Rabbi Lezer comes out, you're going like the Shita Rabbi Lezer, Shavs Rabbanan, you leave Rabbanan, but others Rabbi Lezer, and you're going like the Shita Rabbi Lezer. We know Rabbi Lezer is Shemuti, and we don't pass him like Rabbi Lezer. So Amalei, so we responded back, Brysa Ibchatani. Rabbi Yisif said, I have a Brysa that says exactly the opposite of our Mishnah, that we learned Rabbi Lezer, I'm going like the Shita Chacham, because the Chacham says Puzzle, and they hold that that's not considered an actual oil, and therefore I'm allowed to sleep under Kilz Chasanim, it's not a hefzer between me and the Schach. So once again, Abayi Esra Yisif, Shavskiz Masisim, the Avdis Kabraisa, are you leaving a Mishnah that says that the Gersu would be, as our Mishnah states, Rabbelezer, Paisal, 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 and you're going and doing like a Braisa, where the Braisa says, Rabbelezer, Machshav, Paisal, Paisal, Amalei, Rabbi Yisif responds to Abayi and says, yes, Masisim, Chidohi, the reason I'm not learning like the Mishnah, because we know that this Mishnah is only a Das Yachid, the Tanya, because I have a Braisa that says, that is the Shita only Rab Nasan he says that however the other Brysa didn't have an Amur it didn't bring down Rab Nasan and just said as Rashi says they were on Rab Nasan they say I'm following that Shita and therefore I don't have to go like the Mishnah and we continue with the next Mishnah if you have large mats of reeds and Rashi points out mats of reeds are hard or coarse and they're not comfortable to sleep on the Mishnah said that if you made it specifically to sleep on then they're therefore you can't use them as as we know that schach has two criteria number one has to be gedul which just actually fits that requirement but it also has to be something that's not but since it's therefore we can't use them however if you made them specifically for schach you're allowed to use it for schach and we continue with the Shita Rebeleza now the Shita Rebeleza as Rashi points out is something we'll have to understand better in the Gemara because it seems very similar to the Shita of the Chacham but Rebeleza, Rebeleza says it doesn't make a difference if these reed mats are large or if they're small if you made them specifically for sleeping you can't use them if you made them you can use them and they will not be and we begin the Gemara. From the beginning of the Rabbanan's din, for the second din of the Rabbanan, it's going to be a stira. Because Amrit, we said, that if you made them specifically for sleeping on, then they're going to be makabal tumah, and you can't use them as chach. So, it's mashma, only does chalashkiva, because you specifically made it to sleep on. If you didn't have any kavana, then the stomach would be lesichach, that they're for and therefore you could use them 
mischach v'hadutani, and then the rabbanon continue and they state l'sichoch if you made him with kavanah mischach mischachim, but then you could use him mischach ve'inim kabel stumah and not kabel stumah. Time it does all l'sichoch. It's mashma. It's only because you made him mischach hastamul shchiba. But if you made him stumah, then the stumah will be that you're making them for sleeping, and therefore it'll be kabel stumah, and you can't use them mischach. So l'chayr, there's a steer between the ratio of the rabbanon, the safe rabbanon, as to what the din is by stumah. And that gemara says halakasha kambik doylo kambik tana talking about two different situations. In the ratio, we're specifically talking about large reeds, as it says, then the din is, and will be and therefore the din would be, you can use them for schach. However, in the second case, when it says, that's talking about smaller mats, and therefore, the stomach of smaller mats is made for shriva, and the only way that's going to be kosher for schach is only if you had kavana specifically for schach. Now the Gemara will continue and say as follows, that in a chenami, in the Tanakhama and the Rabbanon, we could explain it this way, that we're talking about two different cases. One is talking about larger mats and one is talking about smaller mats. However, in the Sefer, when we talk about Rebeleza, we can't actually talk about that because Rebeleza says specifically, Achas Ketana Achas He's talking about both large and small mats. So the Gemara says as follows, and we're going to use the gears of Rashi, that aim a Sefer, let's see the Sefer. Rebeleza, aim a Rebeleza, says, Achas Ketana V'Achas Gedoyleh, So it's mashup from the ratio, time only because you made him v'shchiva, and since you specifically made him v'shchiva, therefore the mekabel is tumah, and you can't use them v'schach. Hastamol v'schichol. But if you didn't have any kavana, then it would be v'schichol, and you use them v'schach. Aim a sefer. Let's see the sefer. A solid sefer mesachim ba vein mekabel tumah. That if you made him specifically for v'schach, then you can use them v'schach, and then not mekabel tumah. Time it does solid v'schichol. So it's mashma. It's only because you specified you wanted v'schach. Hastamol v'schiva. But if it would be stomach, it would be v'schiva, and therefore in Rabbeleza itself we have a steer between the first case of Rabbeleza and the second case of Rebeleza, and once again, we can't answer over here that we're kam b'gdoilo, kam b'gdoilo, because Rebeleza specifically specifies that achas k'tana v'achas k'doilo, that he's referring to both the scenario of larger mats as well as smaller mats, and therefore we can't give that terrors, and we'll continue with the Turutum of the Gemara when we continue tomorrow, and we will stop over here.